Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I am here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So, I have, to start with, some... I guess they're just really funny sentences that people have posted or written down that just never have heard a person say a sentence like that before. Okay. So the first one was a, it looks like a, a website. And it says, U.S. government plans to use drones to fire vaccine-laced M&Ms near endangered ferrets. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> It says the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services has has a plan to save the endangered black-footed ferret, and it involves candy. So they're vaccinating these ferrets by okay. throwing M&Ms at them. <laughs> <laughs> Can vaccinate a lot of people that way too. <laughs> yeah. Just line up some Reese's Pieces. And <laughs> no, that's E.T. Oh. <laughs> okay, this one was a tweet i believe says our boss just banned overly specific nicknames and the whole office is staring at rat snitch brian the good time ruiner (laughs) (laughs) next one who the fuck decided to call it emotional baggage and not grief case (laughs) oh my gosh i thought that was funny (laughs) what's your emotional briefcase (laughs) oh wait yeah that's better Grief case. Grief case. What's your grief case? That's funny. (laughs) Uh, Next one is a a tweet, it looks like. Want to know why I hate vapors? You smell donuts or cotton candy and turn a corner thinking, hmm, I'm going to treat myself to something tasty. But no, it's just Brad and his cloud of lies. (laughs) Like that. (laughs) It's so true. Yeah. (laughs) It's cloud of lies. great uh next one this looks like it's from facebook cow escapes on way to slaughterhouse smashes metal fence breaks human's arm and swims to uninhabited island where she still lives <laughs> that is like, amazing on out <laughs> that is amazing that is the most independent cow ever do you think the it, the cow knew what was going on she had to have known that's why she had to get the fuck out of there <laughs> that's sad it is one smart cow uh okay next one you believe in stars fool those are the holes poked in the container so we can breathe oh god <laughs> <laughs> is that a flat earther probably <laughs> next one is from facebook Danny DeVito isn't going to die. He's just going to keep getting smaller and more dense until he finally collapses into a black hole and swallows the earth. (laughs) Aw, Danny DeVito. He is so small. I haven't seen him recently. He was, the the last thing that I've seen him on, he was on the new Jumanji, the second one. I've seen that. He was in it. Oh. Well, he was only in it for a few minutes because... The Rock plays him. You know what I mean? Oh, when they go into the video. Yeah. So it was supposed to be him the whole time, but he was only in it for oh, yeah. a few minutes. Uh, next one looks like Twitter. 
I can't explain this, but hotel air conditioners feel how McDonald's Sprite tastes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, next one looks like Facebook. The letter Q comes up way too early in the alphabet. We're not ready for it where it's currently placed. It belongs with fellow avant-garde acts X, Y, and Z deep in after the mainstream. I agree, though. (laughs) Q belongs with X, Y, and Z. Uh, Yeah, you would think so. (laughs) Next one, if you take a NyQuil and a DayQuil at the same time, your immune system takes a screenshot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) Next one, it looks like uh, Twitter. It simply tickles me pink how after tens of millions of years, crocodiles still refuse to learn how to chew in favor of slam dunking and butt fucking the brains out of everything. (laughs) What? They They don't, you know, the way crocodiles attack. Yeah. They drown their victims. Yeah. And this person's like, why don't they just chew it instead of slam dunking? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they haven't really evolved at all. <laughs> no, they're still totally dinosaurs. It's so scary. Oh, my gosh. I know. Okay, this one is from Twitter. Same-day delivery is the most American shit of all time. You run out of deodorant or something, and with a single qu- click, start a Rube Goldberg of human suffering in an Amazon warehouse 20 miles away. <laughs> Uh, next one's from Twitter. I do not exist to be viewed, to be considered sexy, desirable. I am but a vessel for pasta, and that is valid. <laughs> Man, I am too. Me too. Lots and lots of pasta. <laughs> um, next one's from Twitter. Anime characters really be like, quote, I did 20,000 squats a day for three years, and now the clap of my ass cheeks can propel me forward through time. (laughs) That is amazing. (laughs) Since the earth is constantly rotating, are we not all in some way God's rotisserie chickens? (laughs) Spinning around the sun. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. Uh, Next one's from Twitter. Tuesday, the day you realize that nothing can stop you because you are a magic skeleton packed with meat and animated with electricity and imagination. You have a cave in your face full of sharp bones and five tentacles at the end of each arm. You can do anything, magic skeleton. (laughs) Uh, Next one's from Twitter. Barbecue sauce is like if Dr. Pepper made ketchup. next one makeup brands moisturize your skin because it's good for you men no later makeup brands why don't you hydro punch your meat tarp because it's shield against the enemy forces men oh shit yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's all the way you say it i guess uh next one is a headline from the uk 
Tibetan nun becomes fetish queen after Indian massage reawakened her sexuality. Alrighty. Holy shit, if that's all it took, she was looking for something. Next one is from Twitter. My cat and idiot. Those ornaments look exactly like my toys. Why can't I play with them? Me, pinnacle of animals. That felt frog wearing a top hat is to celebrate the Lord. <laughs> what? Uh, next one is from Twitter. Don't ever let a recipe tell you how much garlic to put in. You measure that with your heart. <laughs> <laughs> and that was all I had oh, for the beginning. <laughs> all right. So this week I did eight haunted retail stores. That's right. That's awesome. I'm so excited. So number one is Pike Place Market in Seattle. As one of the most famous public markets in the country, Pike Place Market is known for a lot of things. Fresh coffee, fresher fish, and paranormal activity. The Seattle Times reported on a number of figures who supposedly walk through walls or vanish into thin air. One older gentleman named Frank apparently likes to introduce himself to the living outside of a restroom at the Alibi Room. I think I said that right. Various other spirits also have names like Princess Angeline, Madame Nora, and the Fat Lady Barber. <laughs> At one point in the early 1900s, one section of the market was home to a mortuary. Currently operating in the basement of that space is Kell's Irish Restaurant and Pub. Its manager, Patrick McAleese, I don't know, recalled some eerie instances to the times, such as a wall mirror inexplicably shattering, only to have the shards fall into a neat pile. You think someone must be pulling your leg, he said, but then you don't see anyone. Holy shit. You know, I was wondering when you started that story, I was like, I wonder why a grocery store? And then, if it used to be a mortuary... Yeah, if it's, it used to be something else first. And, and that, that just makes it so much more valid. I love that. I don't think all of them are like that. Well, still, I mean, that particular one, yeah. you know, because I yeah. was like, why why a retail store? You know, like, why Yeah. Why would they go no. there? But if it definitely, if it was a different place at one time, that makes more sense. Yeah. Cause in New York City, just C-O-S. Hmm. Never heard of it. Mm-hmm. New Yorkers can brush elbows with a ghost while doing some light shopping in Soho. The legend dates back to 1799 when... Gulilma Elmore Sands tried to elope with her fellow boarding house tenant, Levi Weeks. Eleven days later, her body was found at the bottom of the well in Lispinard's Meadow, which is now 129 Spring Street. Since 2014, it's been the site of a cause retail store. Levi was arrested, tried, and acquitted in the first major murder trial in America that was fully recorded by a court stenographer. His attorneys, Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr. Oh but Sand's ghost is said to roam the area, a warning to other girls who might try to run off with their lovers. Curious shoppers can still see the well in cause, just head to the back of the men's department in the basement. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. See, that has another explanation, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Cherryvale Mall in Rockford, Illinois. Since its opening in 1973, the Cherryvale Mall in Rockford, Illinois, has been the site of some spooky vibes. 
The Rock River Times noted that mall employees reported feeling watched or followed after the venue closed at night. Others have reported that certain stores would be a mess in the morning, with clothing scattered or displays knocked over, even if the space was cleaned before being locked up. And on an even more unsettling note, some even claim that bathroom doors were held shut by an unknown force. Hell no. How frustrating that would be if you opened up every morning. Oh, I'd be pissed. Yeah, you'd be like, what the fuck are these closers doing? I'd be like, listen here, motherfuckers. <laughs> Seriously. And they'd be like, I promise I didn't do it. <laughs> Number four, Kmart in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Ooh, that's where Dan and Lindsay live. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> They're my best friends. <laughs> I was like, who's Dan and Lindsay? <laughs> That sounds really familiar. <laughs> I'm not all there sometimes. <laughs> well, I'm talking about people that I've never met in my life, so I'm obviously not all there either. Okay, technically the Kmart in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho isn't haunted, but one of its cash registers reportedly is. Employee Tamara Dobbs told... The Coeur d'Alene Press that from her very first day at the store, she noticed register number two was strange. Specifically, that it was haunted by a male presence, and she claims he monkeys with all the sales. (laughs) The store's manager, Lauren Larson, noted that employees just don't like to be assigned to work on it because it frequently freezes, clears its memory, and transactions are lost. In his words, the register is an independent thinker that loses its mind. Though technicians can't seem to find a specific problem with the machine. That's crazy and hilarious. Yeah, it is. The ghost doing that? <laughs> That's funny. Number five, Browse a Wild Books in Tip City, Ohio. Browse a Wild Books, which specializes in rare and out-of-print books, is rumored to be home to as many as 13 ghosts. Paranormal sightings reportedly include books randomly falling off shelves, Voices being heard, footsteps in areas without customers, and yes, actual ghost sightings. Mm. Brian Stevenson, director of the Valley View Paranormal Society, experienced a couple of particularly unsettling incidents, according to the Tip, uh, Tip News Daily. In one, he was scratched a number of times in the basement, and in another, he claimed to have been partially possessed and to have blacked out momentarily while in the sci-fi room. Holy shit. That's scary. I'm surprised Zach Bagans hasn't been there. I know, really. Number six, John K. King used in rare books in Detroit. Owner John K. King told the Detroit Free Press that strange occurrences had been happening in his store for decades. He dates it back to when items belonging to a woman who committed suicide were brought into the space. Soon after, employees reported hearing footsteps and door slamming, But when the woman's things were moved out, King said everything went back to normal. Nothing happened ever again that was weird, he said. It doesn't mean she's not there, but I just haven't noticed her. A local psychic claims the bookstore may still be active, though, based on a late former employee who may may be keeping tabs on his basement office. Number seven, Toys R Us. Oh, yeah. In Sunnyvale, California. I've actually heard of this one. Yeah, I think we've done this one before. We might have. A haunted toy store sounds like a solid ho- horror movie plot, but it's rumored to be a reality in Sunnyvale, California. 
According to Stranger Dimensions, the legend goes as such. The store was built on property that was formerly a plantation. The plantation's owner, Martin Murphy, hired a preacher named Johnny Johnson, Crazy Johnny, as the preacher was nicknamed. It was in love with Murphy's daughter, Elizabeth. Unfortunately, Elizabeth was planning on marrying a lawyer, and as the story has it, Johnny was angrily chopping wood one day and fatally wounded himself by accident. His ghost reportedly wanders the land, now home to the Toys R Us, looking for Elizabeth. The usual objects coming off the wall and footsteps have been reported, but the best antidote, i.e. the most becoming of a religious apparition, whatever that means, was of employees once hearing a voice whisper, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away over the intercom system. Oh my gosh, I just, got, I just got chills too. Oh my gosh. That's I would crazy. die if I heard that. That just makes it so much worse over the intercom. Yeah. Woo. No. Yeah. I wonder if it was like just the security guard there or something. Oh, that would be so creepy. I oh my know. God. Oh my gosh. I'd be out of there so fast. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and my last one, number eight, Diamond Center in Anchorage, Alaska. The Diamond Center Shopping Mall in Anchorage, Alaska was reportedly built over an ancient burial ground of native Alaskans. People have claimed to hear drum and flute music and to have seen various ghosts in native dress wandering the hallways. But most spooky are the claims that transparent wolves are also prowling the mall. Holy shit, that'd be so creepy. That would. Oh my gosh, I love that. Do you imagine just going like shopping for? Well, that's what that's. I think that's why the Toys R Us one is so, so much creepier. Yeah, it's because you, it's a Toys R Us. Exactly. I mean, everyone's been to a Toys R Us, right? Well, yeah, unless they're really small, and before they close. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that I mean, that is extra creepy. Yeah, I love it. Hmm? Okay, now I could see bookstores. Why? Because they're they're old used books. Oh books, yeah, I guess you yeah. Know. Especially that one that sells specifically old yeah. books. Yeah, I could see that. It'd be attached to the books. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a toy store. Oh, it would have to be the land. Yeah, that's crazy though. Yeah, I would never imagine just going like Christmas shopping for my kids or something at a Toys R Us and seeing a yeah. freaking ghost. Okay, so honestly. We totally could have done all these before. I don't know. But they creeped me out. So Um, these are are stories about imaginary friends that may not have been imaginary. So first one, my nephew currently has an imaginary friend whom he calls Dodie. Dodie is a girl who can't walk and has to crawl to get places. (laughs) She never plays with him, but watches him play with his toys and follows him around sometimes at night. He talks about Dodie often. I'm super fucking terrified of stepping into my sister's house. I would be too. Yeah. That is so creepy. I know. Why can't she walk? I know. Ugh. She's like skittering across the floor. Or like dragging herself. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's creepy. No. <laughs> okay. Next one. My son was three to four years old when he met his invisible friends, the guys. There were three of them. We would often find my son talking quietly to them and he wouldn't tell us what he was talking about. He started acting out, and it really seemed to be related to the guys. We mentioned it to someone at our church, and they organized a group of Christian ladies to come through our house and pray. We didn't tell them much, just that there was an imaginary friend. 
The ladies very quickly identified a few things that we didn't tell them about and told us that there were three imaginary friends, which we never told them. They prayed over our house and told the guys to leave and never come back. Our kids weren't in the room when this happened. After this, my son didn't have to speak to the guys anymore, but maybe a week later, he told us that the guys wanted to come back and play, and they would give him some cookies if he let them. It was pretty freaky. To this day, I'm not sure what to believe about it. I think the guys were possibly evil and existed somehow. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Next and one. it's weird oh. how, sorry, <laughs> it's weird how they had to, like, bribe the little kid. Yeah. Like, they had to be, almost like they had to be invited in. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to ask the little kid. Right, and we'll give you cookies yeah. if you'll let us. Yeah. That's not a good sign. No. That's creepy. Okay, next one. When my brother was little, he used to have an imaginary friend named Starry. He and Starry would do everything together, so much so that my mom would have to put out an extra plate of food for him at mealtimes. The house my brother, my mom, and my dad lived in at the time was an old run-down flat, and so my dad was making renovations to it. Over some months, my dad's tools kept disappearing. He instantly blamed my brother, which my brother denied. One day, my dad busted open a sealed loft hatch that had been plastered shut. Right there on one of the loft beams in the, a neat straight line were my dad's tools that went missing. Mm-hmm. When it was mentioned to my brother, he told my parents that Starry had been taking them, and he said that he's sorry. Ah, mm-hmm. I got so creepy. I don't like, I don't like Starry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next one. I'd ask my son who lived in our house, and he'd always say, Mommy, Daddy, Puppy, Baby, which was him, and Boo. He would try to play with Boo, but would get frustrated when the toys he handed to Boo fell to the floor. One night in the bath, he said Boo was there, and I asked where. He pointed to the ceiling. <laughs> I stood up and asked where, and was shocked to find a freezing to find freezing cold air. I took him to the doctor about it just to be safe, but they found nothing wrong. This went on for about a year or two, starting when my son was about 13 months old. What's creepy is the way he described Boo. Sounded eerily similar to his cousin, who was murdered at 15 months old. Of course, he had no idea about this at the time. When he was around three, we moved and haven't heard about Boo or any other person we can't see since. Hmm. That's sad. That is super sad. Okay, next one. When my daughter was really young, she had an imaginary friend named Dee Dee. If she'd wake up in the middle of the night, she'd strip her bed and build a pile of her blankets and pillows in the room and wake up in her nest. When she was five years old, we moved to our new house, built in the late 1800s by a cattle rancher named Jesse Driscoll. In the new house, she started building the piles in her room, but she'd wake up on her stripped bed. When we asked her, she insisted that the nest was for her friend Rose. We asked her if Rose was friends with Dee Dee, and she said, no, Rose is real. She would tell us about Rose waking her up at night and wanting to rest, so she'd build a nest for her on the floor and go back to bed. Years later, a sweet old neighbor, a grand niece of the Driscoll family, told us that Jessie had a first wife who had died in the house of sepsis poisoning. Her name was Rose. Hmm. That's crazy. Next one, my cousin had an imaginary friend who she said used to live in the fireplace and was, quote, red and patchy. 
as if she was burnt. Apparently, she was a little girl who wore funny clothes that, quote, looked like olden day clothes. Still spooks me out. That doesn't sound good. No. Next one. My sister had an imaginary friend when she was little called Aster. She said she named Aster herself. She didn't know what her real name was because Aster never told her. Aster was a little girl. She had long blonde hair and blue eyes. She wore a blue dress with lace on the top. She never wore shoes. She was pale. She was always tired. She often said her stomach hurt. Aster has lines coming from her eyes. Aster's eyes are blurry. Granted, it was strange, but Aster seemed like a reasonably normal imaginary friend to me. Maybe it was just a little bit weird, but hey, kids are weirdos and come up with weird things. Until I was reading up on our history of the area and came across the story of a little girl who died of typhoid a long time ago. There was a photo of the family, including a little blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl, and I was like, hold the fuck up. (laughs) So I looked it up, and yep, lethargy and stomach aches are symptoms of typhoid. Cue me having a mini heart attack. Mm -hmm. My sister was a a good bit older at this point, and she never brought up Aster anymore. I never showed her the photo or asked more details about Aster, because frankly, I don't want to know. If my sister was friends with a ghost, that's her problem. That's some cliche horror movie shit, and she can just keep me the fuck out of it. That's such a sister thing to say. It totally is. That's her problem. Keep your ghost to yourself, okay? Be like, yeah, I, could you imagine? Yeah, I found that ghost that you were talking about, like, years ago. And she'd be like, what? Why did you tell me? I'd be showing it. I, I don't I care. would, too. I'd be like, is this it? Uh-huh. I would be, t- I, that's what I would do. I'd be like, this is great for the podcast. <laughs> I don't think we had any no we didn't do imaginary I, friends no or... i actually like wanted to because i watched i used to watch drop dead fred mm-hmm. i was like i wish i had an imaginary friend when i was little but yeah no yeah me neither okay next one so my son had an imaginary friend named board or well b-o-r-e-d or b-o-a-r-d they didn't know so oh. board or board Um, I can only ever imagine my son asking his name and the friend saying, I'm bored. (laughs) Anyway, he met him when we moved into an old house. The friend was unnerving at best. He had mean cats and lived in the walls. Sometimes he he would like bored. Other times he would tell us that he was mad at bored because he was being mean and not letting him sleep. Sometimes bored would lock the door to his room and let no one in or out. It was freaky stuff, but for the most part, he liked playing outside with him, except for when Bored would try to get him to play in the road. Fast forward some time later, we are walking past the cemetery by our house, and he walks in there, points to a circle of trees, I'm talking five or so, at least eight feet tall trees, and says, that's where Bored is from. I looked in between the trees, and lo and behold, a gravestone is inside absolutely covered by these trees and vines but still just barely visible we moved soon thereafter board did not follow hmm that's crazy next one when i was little i was pretty firmly established that i had an imaginary friend named other other had the same name as me so i just called him other i would tell my mom that other was being mean to me and wants to steal my dad's bike i remember i told my father that other was very mad at him for hurting me he was an abusive piece of work and he literally threw me across the room 
I asked my mom about it as an adult, and she told me my father had a brother that I was named after and wasn't told about because shortly before I was born, he died in a motorcycle accident. Oh, got chills again. I know. Next one, around the age of five, I used to play with toy cars and build tracks in my grandmother's basement, all while talking to some girl named Stephanie, who was my imaginary friend. She had long brown hair, brown eyes, always wore white, and she never seemed to leave the basement from what I could remember, but she was really nice to me and always wanted to play with my cars too. One day, my family asked me to come upstairs, and when I did, they asked who I was always talking to. When I told them her name and gave the description, everyone in the house fell pretty silent and, for lack of, better, lack of a better word, looked like they had seen a ghost. They told me my uncle used to play with an imaginary girl with that same name and description when he was my age, too. Needless to say, I didn't understand it all at the time, and I told them she wasn't imaginary. Still kind of weird to this day, though. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yep. There's a lot of instances of that, though, when... They're in the same house or something, and their kids see what their siblings saw. Or yeah. There's a lot of that. Next one, my son, when he was about two or three, used to tell me about his imaginary friend, Johnny, who wore all green, including a green hat. One time, we were driving by the cemetery, and my son pointed out the window and exclaimed, That's where Johnny lives. He was very little and didn't know what a cemetery was, so we explained to him that no one lives there. It's a place for people who died. That's when he told us that Johnny was a soldier who died in a place called Nam. Oh. I just got chills again. I did too. That's crazy. Uh, Next one, I have a younger relative who used to talk about her imaginary friend, Ms. Mim. Ms. Mim looks down on everyone, not because she's arrogant, but because she's always floating up high on the ceiling. Ms. Mim always wearing her favorite white dress and holding a big clear towel... So a wedding dress and a veil. Uh. Ms. Mim's neck is always bent. Ms. Mim cries a lot. Ms. Mim hates our grandma. When we mentioned this to grandma, she told us she had a friend who hanged herself in her wedding dress after her groom left her at the altar. Why did she hate the... I don't know. Maybe the groom left her for her grandma. (laughs) Holy shit. That gave me chills. Okay, next one. When my daughter was a toddler, she randomly started talking about a man named Don. She always described him in the same way and didn't seem scared at all, despite bringing him up every day. She didn't go to daycare, and we didn't know anyone named Don. Then one day, she got completely freaked out, wouldn't walk around the house alone in case she ran into Don, wouldn't sleep in her own room, and would talk about how she hated him because he said mean words to her all the time. About a year into Mean Don, we bought a new house. Once we moved, she never spoke of him again. What an asshole. I know. It's a little kid. (laughs) Okay, next one. I talked to a boy named Kevin when I was a child. He came to visit me at my window every night, and we would play in my bedroom. Sometimes he stayed in my house, too, instead of going back out the window. That's just creepy right there. I know. I know. That's creepy. (laughs) I very thoroughly described him to my parents before I grew up and no longer saw him. My brother and his family moved into our childhood home a few years back. Mm. Within the first month or so of living in my old bedroom, my three-year-old niece described Kevin to my brother exactly to a T. We never told her or any of the other kids about Kevin. Previously to that, when we still lived in that house, my older niece asked asked us who the little boy in the hall was. 
She was the only child present. The hall is about three foot space between my old bedroom and my brother's old bedroom and the bathroom. One space with three doorways. and She was looking right into my room. Hmm. So he must live in that room. He must. Next one. So this is actually my, uh, my story of when I was a kid. I had an imaginary friend named Derek who was a carbon copy of me. We were completely identical. I played with Derek for years, longer than what normal kids do. But he would always look at my mom and older sister with a sense of sadness. Eventually, he went away. 23 years later, I'm digging through my mom's safe to grab some paperwork she's kept for me. And I see a stillborn death certificate for a boy named Derek who shared my birthday. It was only then I found out that I actually had a twin and my twin Derek died during birth. Aww. You gave me chills too. I know that's so creepy. (laughs) 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 Okay and this is my last one. Uh, Purple Mommy. When my son was first learning to talk he would tell us about something called Purple Mommy. It could be an imaginary friend but these details are a bit creepy. Purple Mommy is all purple with long hair and bright all white eyes at the time he mixed up purple with black so he could have meant she was all black purple mommy picks him up at night and turns off the lights we would often find my son out of his crib in the morning which would mean him crawling over the railing to the ground at a time when he was barely walking definitely found the lights on in his room a few times too even though he's terrified of the dark oh off She would turn the lights off. I said on Mm. both times. So she would turn the lights off. (laughs) And they found the lights off a few times, even though he was terrified of the dark. Purple Mommy needs a bandage because she has blood everywhere. Purple Mommy has no smile, meaning that. Purple Mommy can take her head off. What? (laughs) Purple Mommy really doesn't like Daddy. He told us all of this stuff for maybe a year or, or a little more. If we ever asked where she was, he'd always point at the same spot, a corner of the room behind his open closet door. He would also wake up crying almost every night during this time. Once during a really rough night, my wife went to ask him what's wrong, and his answer was, Purple Mommy won't let me sleep. Ugh. That gave me chills, too. I know. It's so creepy. All right. Those were mine. All right. It's time for the witty wrap-up. Yay, witty wrap-up. So we're going to do Would You Rather again. Okay. Would you rather drink a big gulp of sweat wrung out from NBA players' undergarments? Ew. Or eat a hamburger with a secret sauce that is earwax mixed (gasps) with mayonnaise? Oh, my God. Those are two horrible choices. I think I would rather have the hamburger because everything else is going to be mixed in with it. So you might not taste it. Earwax though. Yeah, but sweat, a whole big gulp, full. Okay. You know how big those are? Yeah, you're right. Maybe if you mix it with a bunch of mayonnaise. Just (laughs) like dip the whole thing in mayonnaise and then you won't taste it. Ugh. Horrible. Would you rather have such bad dandruff that it looks like two inches of snow have fallen wherever you are? Or would you rather literally begin to melt when exposed to temperatures over 85 degrees? What? (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. How would you literally melt? There's the picture. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, that's no good. But I'm going to have to go with that because... Melt? What was the first one? Have such bad dandruff it looks oh. like two inches of snow have fallen. Two inches? Two everywhere inches. Everywhere you go? Everywhere you are. Fuck that. No, I'm going to melt because I can <laughs> I can stay in the air conditioning. Well, I'm going to pick melt too because I that already happens. Yeah. I can't stand anything over yeah, like... Yeah, it's horrible. Especially here in Indiana. Uh, it's, it's all humidity. It's horrible. It's Yeah, it's horrible. I instantly start sweating. Yeah. So I'm just going to stay in the air conditioning yeah. for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather eat a hot dog smothered in caterpillar guts? Mm. Or would you rather have a torso as short as your neck? <laughs> Holy crap, you'd never find anything to wear. My legs will be right here. Right here. Oh my gosh. But caterpillar guts? Yeah, that's gross. And it's smothered in it. I'm going to have to eat the caterpillar. I think I am. Because that is... That's not good. (laughs) You'd never find anything to wear. You'd You'd have to wear dresses forever. okay would you rather be caught by aliens and placed in an alien zoo oh or only be able to drink prune juice for the next year i think i'd rather drink prune juice well how well do the aliens take care of the animals in the zoo Uh, the picture like, doesn't look too bad. It might, might be like a resort. That'd be scary. Yeah, but though. you would be. Yeah, you would be. Yeah, I'm gonna it'd have be to like do... prison because you couldn't go nowhere. Yeah, that would suck. And you have to eat whatever they bring you. And yeah, I'm gonna go with the prune juice. Yeah, me too. I think you could get used to that. Yeah, I don't even know. Is it good? It might be. I don't think it is. I think prunes are good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've ever drank prune juice well i haven't either i can't imagine it being good though would you rather have a millipede crawl up one nostril and out the other (laughs) or eat a bowl of ice cold saliva topped with floss residue collected over 10 years from british homeless men's teeth oh my (laughs) god That just kept getting worse and worse and worse. I thought you were going to stop, and nope. it just didn't. Nope. Ew. Ew. What was the first one? Have a millipede crawl up I, one nostril and out the other. I'm going to have to do that because that Those is... Those things are nasty. Well, I know. The other option is the worst Eat thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, no. That I, is horrible. I, I'd have to go with the millipede, too. That's just downright disgusting. <laughs> so gross that is horrible <laughs> horrible who comes up with these things <laughs> would you rather have a second smaller head attached to the top of your current head <laughs> okay or have cherry flavored earwax i don't know what the fuck that's got to do with anything but i'm gonna take the earwax well yeah because it's not like you eat it yeah <laughs> although look at the picture Ew! 
<laughs> he's got a straw. I think it's I think it's like meant to be like you would want to eat it. Oh. Well still. Yeah, it's cherry flavor. <laughs> That's my favorite. Me too. <laughs> All right. Would you rather would you rather be a human handkerchief? Ew. That's disgusting. That's horrible. Or eat a block of 20-year-old moldy cheese. Ew. What was the first one? Be a human handkerchief. Ugh. Oh, that's disgusting. What was the other one? Eat a block of 20-year-old moldy moldy cheese. I don't want people blowing their... If people blew their nose on me, I would immediately throw up. I would immediately punch them in their face. But I still wouldn't want to eat 20-year-old moldy cheese. Couldn't you cut that off, maybe? It's 20 years old. <laughs> so? It's not like it's been in the refrigerator for a couple weeks or hey, a month. they had the cheese at the White House there for a long time. They wow. just cut off the mold and handed the rest out. <laughs> I'm going to go with the cheese. Yeah, I'll go. I can't stand. that. That's disgusting. I couldn't. No. Yeah, if anyone came up to me and was like, here, my nose is running. I'd be like, bear babe, backing <laughs> off. <laughs> Would you rather have your nostrils and lips sealed up when you sneeze? Mm-hmm. Or eat out of a trough with the rest of your family like a group of pigs? <laughs> Well, wouldn't wouldn't you explode your head? I don't know. You couldn't. You can't block a sneeze, right? I wouldn't think so. So I guess your your head would blow up. Probably. I think I'd rather eat out of a trough. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather eat a zucchini split with ketchup instead of hot fudge? Ew. Or receive a thousand paper cuts all over your body. I'll eat the nasty Sunday. Yeah. Paper cuts are horrible. They are. I had one. That's why I have a Band-Aid on my finger. I have one right here. You can still feel it. It's right there. Open in freaking mail. Well, I had a paper cut, and for some reason, you know, you we have to wash our hands like 40,000 yeah. times a day now. And every time I would dry my hands, my nail would like cut it more uh, so i had to put a band-aid on it it hurts so bad well i use so much hand sanitizer every time oh, i yeah. wash my hand i about died yeah that's right <laughs> would you rather have to sleep in a crib for the rest of your life or have a head that reflects light like a disco party ball <laughs> Um, I think I'd rather have the party ball. Could you imagine being all crammed into a little bitty crib trying no. to sleep? That's like my sleep time. Yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> I guess we're going to have to have a disco ball head. Hey, get everyone in the party mood. <laughs> They'd be like, woohoo, Jody's coming. <laughs> That's great. Turn on some Bee Gees. <laughs> Jody, spin around. <laughs> Would you rather lick all the dead bugs off the front of a car windshield? We already did that one, didn't we? I don't think so. 
That's horrible. Or eat a bowl of earthworm spaghetti. <laughs> Ew. Ugh. I think it would have to be the bugs because a bowl, a whole bowl of worms. Oh, no. Could you imagine licking the front of a car? No, but I couldn't imagine eating a bowl of worms either. They're both horrible choices. Horrible. No. It'll make you go on a diet for sure. Yeah. <laughs> would you rather have eyelashes that grow at a rate of one inch per minute? Holy crap. <laughs> or have to always stuff your pants with hermit crabs before leaving your house. Oh. I guess I'll do the eyelash thing. Yeah, because you could cut them off. Yeah. That would suck course, so would, bad, That's though. all you would do. <laughs> Hold on, I can't see you. Hold on, I can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably just let them grow for a while. And then be like, hold on, I gotta cut my eyelash. That would be so weird. <laughs> It'd be like Snuffleupagus. You remember his eyelashes? Oh yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> That'd be such a pain in the butt. <laughs> it would. Would you rather eat pasta boiled in a public bathroom's toilet water? <laughs> have your grandmother's wardrobe uh the wardrobe definitely the wardrobe yeah however if you boiled it uh, it wouldn't have any it would just be the thought though and the yeah. knowledge of uh, that was toilet bleh, no, no that's horrible no. no yeah i could dig some granny clothes yeah i make care. it work. it's not like i go anywhere <laughs> I go to work, but who cares? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Would you rather wear a king cobra as a tie? Oh. That's not good. No. Or have fish for hands? <laughs> what? I think I'd rather have the fish for... Well, you couldn't do anything then. Is the cobra defanged? No, it's not. Oh. Hmm. I guess I would have to do the fish for hands. Yeah, I mean, otherwise you're dead. Exactly. Of course, it'd be like you had no hands anymore. Yeah, but that's better than dead. Maybe you could train the fish to grab things with its mouth. <laughs> or you might be the one that has control. control of. Mm. That would be horrible, though. Yes, it would. You'd smell so you bad. Smelly all Ooh. the time. Ew. Okay. <laughs> would you rather have hairy gums? Ew. <laughs> Or would you rather never again cut your fingernails? Yeah, I can go without cutting my fingernails. No. They'd break off. My nails are so brittle. There's no way they would grow that long. Hairy gums would be so gross. That would be horrible. You'd never be able to smile. Do you imagine how embarrassing that would be? If I had the long fingernails, I would be like slamming my hands. Yeah. Why mine would just I mean mine just break. They I don't know. All right. This is my last one. Okay. Would you rather bathe daily in a bathtub coated in barnacles? Ugh. Or have 20-inch nostril hair? <laughs> I think I'll take the barnacles. Can you cut the nostril hair? It doesn't say you... Well, it says you have 20-inch nostril hair. Hmm. 
Yeah, I'd have to take the bath in the... <laughs> Twirl it around your finger like it's a mustache. <laughs> oh my god. Sitting at your desk braiding your nose hair. <laughs> Have dreads. That's so gross. That is so gross. <laughs> oh my gosh. You could never get a cold again. <laughs> I couldn't have that. My sinuses. Oh my god. No. (laughs) I couldn't. No. No. What was the other option? I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, the barnacle bath. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll do the barnacle bath. Yeah, there's no. There's no way. (laughs) I won't even get a nose piercing because of my sinuses. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Please send in your stories. And if you heard the ones I did before, I'm sorry because I just don't didn't well, remember. No one will send us stories, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> send us a, your stories or suggestions. That is always welcome. Or Ghouls Night Out Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook. Join ask to join the group. Um, we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.